I saw him when he played in Dublin in 2016 on okay. the River Tour. Well, let me just say it was the, the River Themed Tour by that yes. point because he he was uh, he was playing the album in full in uh, different parts of the states, if not all of it, uh, yeah. what I can remember. And uh, then uh, when he announced at the end of the American Day that oh he's going to be opening up set a little bit when he comes to Europe, I was gutted because I was really looking forward to hearing the whole River album in full, which is not something I'd ever think I'd hear before or since. And I mean, maybe it's a thing that, you know, the, the, the full album uh, concept uh, of his, you know, his, his whole like, uh, um, you know, connection with the uh, fans, you know, uh, you know, through the albums, like that may yeah. be a thing more uh, with, 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 with uh, his American audience and uh, his European audience would know him by more of his greatest hits. So I can't be too hard on him, but, you know, I was a little bit disappointed. and welcome to a new episode of Set Lessing Bruce, your podcast all about Bruce Springsteen, his music, and mostly his fans. I am your host, Jesse Jackson, and joining me today in a timey-wimey episode, one of my favorites, where it's my morning and it's my guest's afternoon. Uh, Shane, how are you doing today? How are you doing? Thanks for having me on. It is very good. So, uh, Shane Alger, you are coming from Scotland, I believe, correct? Ireland, uh, Ireland, Republic of Ireland. Right. Damn it. Close oh, okay. Now I need to edit that out. Holy shit. Uh, and I just right. told you, try not to cuss. And here I am starting right away. Tell us a little about yourself, buddy. Oh, well, uh, you know, I've uh, been into the, um, uh, I've been into Bruce and his music for uh, uh, music in general for, for years, uh, going back to the time I was a teenager, always had uh, CDs in the parents' car and was listening to music, uh, when I was um, on going on road trips or when I was uh, uh, going to uh, wherever it is needed to go to shops or mm-hmm. wherever. Uh, and uh, then I started playing music when I was in my early teens. And uh, I uh, just kind of got into a, a, a who's who of artists that my uh, folks had turned me on to Bruce uh, being uh, included. And uh, it's I, I suppose you could say it's been a lifelong thing, more or less. And uh, I, uh, I, I love it. No, that that that's that's kind of how I got into the whole, the whole music, uh, the whole music scene. Yeah, because you know that's what I wanted to start with. Is uh, it sounded like music was a big part of your families when you were a kid. It was a big part of y'all's life. Yeah, you could say that it was. Uh, mm-hmm. It was certainly there, all right. But I think I'm probably more into it now at this stage. Oh, <laughs> I bet you were. Family. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what what kind of music did your family listen to, and that you? kind of got you mentioned that you were listening to their music what's some examples of some of the bands and musicians yeah well nothing in particular i mean they they usually had like the uh, greatest hits uh, compilations okay. whereas i would have been more into like elvis and the beatles and yeah. uh, and bob dylan to, to name but a few yeah, and then as I got older, I uh, I, I uh, got into uh, a whole mix of uh, different types of music from uh, you know uh, uh, rock and roll uh, mm-hmm. and uh, up to, up to like folk and country and blues and a bit of jazz and soul okay. and 
uh, that kind of thing. So it's uh, it's and, and also different types of music from around the world. So it's uh, it's uh, it's 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 been a uh, an, an ever expanding and uh, ever growing love. <laughs> That's cool. That. Yeah. Well, can you remember when you first discovered Bruce? And if you can, why did he speak to you? Probably first discovered Bruce in particular. Uh, well, it was a long time ago I would have first heard his name, but when I first properly got into him now, let me think, how would that have came about? Um, well, uh, I was always uh, big into uh, Bob Dylan, and okay. uh, uh, Dylan uh, was uh, the one, I think, whose songs really kind of spoke to me the most, and then I know he'd influenced a... Uh, a generation of artists come. Uh, Bruce would obviously be very high up on the. Uh, he'd always regard Dylan as one of his uh, greatest uh, musical influences. Uh, yeah. So it was probably about five or six years after I really got into Bob Dylan that I started to actually take a genuine interest in Bruce. And the first album I think I probably got into was uh, Wrecking Ball. I think I got it for one, uh, as a birthday present uh, yeah. uh, when it, around the year it came out. And uh, you know I didn't really think much of it at, at first, but then when I, I actually took the liberty of sticking it on uh, maybe a year or two later I, uh, I I really just fell in love with it and then I, I found myself kind of going through his entire back catalogue and uh, you know as I obviously was a bit older then and you know I was uh, interested in uh, uh, my, my love of the different styles of music was expanding I uh, I think I um, uh, d- developed a very keen interest uh, in Bruce and the E Street Band yeah and all the different uh, 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 records, I found that they all have something to offer, you know? Yeah, um, you know, from my perspective, there is a little bit of, um, there's a little bit of an Irish, you know, influence in Wrecking Ball, uh, more mm. than some of his other stuff. But then that's probably my yeah. un, uh, my uninitiated ears. Do you see that any at all? Like with American Land and uh, you know some of the other mm. songs. Yeah, no, you'll be forgiven for um, uh, for uh, getting or or trying to get the uh, that whole the whole Irish vibe on on Wrecking Ball. Uh, yeah. uh, it, it, there there are songs that I think definitely draw from uh, a bit of Irish influence, and yeah. to my knowledge, uh, Bruce, I think it was his father came from Irish uh, heritage, so there was Irish that kind of runs in his blood. Which I think has kind of uh, given him a, a big uh, a big admiration for the country, and um, uh, he um, I, I I can definitely hear it on uh, you know a number of tracks that he's done. He Bruce would have been into you know the Clancy Brothers and Pete Seeger, yes. uh, all who would have drawn from like I'm, I'm Peter Paul and Mary. I think uh, they yeah. would have all drawn from uh, like, the, like the, the real uh, traditional uh, Irish and uh, Scottish greats. You know, yeah. and, and there's an overlap there. So, um, yeah, uh, it's uh, definitely something that uh, I think uh, would definitely show some, not all, but but, but some of uh, the the Bruce uh, or the street band's music. Yeah, you know what was interesting, right? Is uh, they ended up recording the Seeger session concert in Dublin. You know, mm-hmm. and you, you know, and you felt that. Um, the energy of that band and it seemed like um you know the common thought uh shane is that european uh shows have a different vibe than american shows um and so i think that was a good example of that showing you know just the energy of that show and the excitement that 
the the folks there were uh, enjoying the music. Yeah, no. Uh, again, I, personally, I'm, I'm I'm inclined to think that that's more of a myth uh, because you're always going to get a good show, no matter wherever you uh, wherever you play. You, you yeah. always have your selection of fans from from any given continent. But I think what makes the Irish uh, stand out, and again, it's it's it, it, it it's all a myth. But we are known for uh, for being quite big fans of the old booze. So yeah. I think uh, I think um, I think uh, um, you know. Um, uh, that's something that would definitely be obvious at, at, at Bruce's concerts. They you know, get offered a drink uh, for kinda, all the fans in front of the pit. <laughs> I laugh at that with the, um, you know, with American football, right? We'll talk about mm. that, you know, a, like a later game, like in the afternoon game or the evening game when it's playing on either, you know, Sunday night or Monday night, you know, where the, the fans have had all day to tailgate and then to be oiled up as they say. And so then once the, once the game starts, the, the, the enthusiasm has been amped by artificial means, shall we say. Right. <laughs> Saying the yeah. same thing for the shows. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's, uh, it, it, it definitely is um, a, uh, it's certainly definitely considered part of popular culture. But yeah. um but uh, each country, I think, has their own, uh, you know, has, has their own unique culture, uh, and that's what I think is obvious when when an artist like Bruce travels to the various different countries for, for playing uh, concerts. So Shane, you know, Kenny getting into him late during the Wrecking Ball tour or the album, uh, have you had a chance to see him live? I saw him when he played in Dublin in 2016 on okay. the River Tour. Well, let me just say it was the, the River Teams Tour by that yes. point because he he was uh, he was playing the album in full in uh, different parts of the states, if not all of it, uh, yeah. from what I can remember. And uh, then uh, when he announced at the end of the American Day that oh, he's going to be opening up set a little bit when he comes to Europe, I was gutted because I was really looking forward to hearing the whole River album in full, which is not something I'd ever think I'd hear before. Or and I mean, maybe it's a thing that, you know, the, the, the full album uh, concept uh, of his, you know, his, his whole like, uh, um, you know, connection with the uh, fans, you know, uh, you know, through the albums, like that may yeah. be a thing more uh, with, 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 with uh, his American audience and uh, his European audience would know him by more of his greatest hits. So I can't be too hard on him, but, you know, I was a little bit disappointed. <laughs> you know, Shane, what's funny, right, is this is a prime example of you can't win. Uh, I know that a lot of people in the U.S. were saying, oh, man, I can't believe you're doing the same album every night. You know, mm. oh, what have you have you become a greatest hits tour, Bruce? Oh, you know what? How sad. And then when he decided to change, I saw just as many people going, what? No, if yeah. I had known, like, you know, the people that had the financial weans, like, if I had known, I would have flown to the U.S. to, you know, taken mm. my holiday pay to go to have a chance to see that album at one. So, you know, I'm sure if you're Bruce, yeah. you can't catch a break, which, you know, either way, I'm going to get complaints. That's the thing, you know, it, it can be a two-way thing. And to be fair, you know, it was mostly, I remember the two uh, concerts, uh, they they had a lot of uh, river themed stuff. Yes, in them. they did. Not the full album by any means, but they did yeah. have a lot of... Uh, they they did have a few uh, a few uh, of, of, of quite a few of the songs more so than than other albums. Yeah, but again, so, Bruce has to play. You know, the, the has to play like all his really 
big hits, if not all of them, so as the uh, fans will be able to sing along and dance and have fun. You know, it's not all about the, uh, the, 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 he likes to base it on his hits and also then a lot of album tracks. And, you know, he can pick and choose between those when it comes to his concerts. At least that's what I found. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I've had this discussion with a couple of people, Shane, that like one of my best buddies, uh, Sam, said, you know, uh, he's gone, you know, over 20 times and he's like, you know, get rid of Born to Run and give me another track. Right. And I'm like, but Sam, if you've never seen a Bruce concert before, how disappointed are you going to be if this is your first show and you don't get Born to Run live? Right. Mm. So uh, you do have to find that middle ground of what to do. And, um, you know, because uh, when you think about it, you know, Born in the USA had so many top 10 hits. Like, you know, Mm. there are other artists that no way they wouldn't play every one of those songs every show. And he doesn't do that. No, I mean, I, I think he only did Born in the USA on the second night of the concert, which yeah. kind of, uh, you know, uh, he always plays Born to Run at every concert, uh, but uh, uh, Born in the USA, I think, is something that he uh, tends to uh, sing if it suits him, you know, and uh, Born in the so. USA was arguably his most uh, commercial album, so to speak, yeah. and uh, it, it was it was a great album by any means, but uh um, it's, uh, it's definitely the one that I think worked uh, most well with expanding his audience at the time all those years ago. So one of the things that we talked about via Twitter is you are a major working on a dream fan, aren't you? Uh, to anybody uh, listening on your podcast that would uh, probably want to shoot me down for saying this. Yes, I love working on a dream. It's a gem. Very nice. So talk to me a little bit about that. Well, thank you for asking, Justin. And uh, uh, it's, it's great to be able to to, to discuss uh, the uh, the real meaning of one of Bruce's most underrated records of all time. Uh, now, the thing is, like uh, during the um, actually, do I have uh, working on a dream here? I must. Uh, I do. Um, the uh, uh, well. It was one of the uh, first albums I think I actually uh, uh, started listening to uh, after shortly after I got into uh, the uh, the boss. Um, the uh, I, I, I you know I liked all of his uh, more uh, later period stuff. Uh, yeah. uh, the Rising, uh, Magic, uh, Devils and Dust, uh, and 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 you know the Seeger sessions. I felt they all had their uh, things moments to uh, offer. You know, and uh, the um, uh, Wrecking Ball was obviously like the, the real uh, game changer for me because that's the album got me into Bruce but working on a dream I felt compared to the others was like the others were so hard hitting they were very um, you know uh, they were very uh, dark a lot of the songs they were very um, uh, you could tell that in a lot of the the music uh, Bruce kind of came across as troubled uh, I I, I feel especially in uh, you know magic uh, when that that, if I remember correctly was based on the uh, George Bush era Absolutely. you know his term in the presidency and uh how the americans were just trying to deal with that and the daily frustrations and everything in between that came uh whereas working on a dream to me 
uh, it was kind of like Bruce taking a, a step back from all that needing to rebel, needing to uh, protest, needing to sound so angry all the time and actually write something that shows the uh, uh, beauty in his life and how, how lucky he is and how uh, there is a lot of good in his life, even if, uh, you know, with the, the, the other records would uh, say otherwise. You know, it's Bruce at his happiest. And that's uh, what I, uh, I think, uh, and that's kind of where this, studio sound like the whole band and uh not to mention Clarence last album uh, which definitely takes on a whole new meaning I, I find uh you know it's it's where it's where the whole band and where um Bruce himself just kind of come into one it's you know Bruce kind of realizes how lucky he is to have Patty in his life uh and uh how lucky he is to have the band after all these years and uh just what beauty he's been blessed with, really. And that's where, you know, I think you realised that a lot of fans weren't going to take well to happy songs, but there are many that would appreciate the uh, beauty behind it. And well, I'm proud to say I'm one of them. No, well, I, I, you know, I, um, I have a similar affection to Devils and Dust because hmm. my first show was um, a rising tour show in 2002. And I had not, as I've told the story other times, I had not done my homework, as I make air quotes. I had not listened to The Rising over and over and over again before the show. So when Devils and Dust came out, I listened to that thing over and over, just had it on repeat over and over again. So then when he toured for Devils and Dust, like, you know, to hear all these songs that were on the album live was just a joy to me so I always have a lot of affection for that you know album because of how much it meant to me it was one of the first um new albums that I had gotten right along you know and then since yeah. then of course you know magic working on a dream you know even high hopes which I know a lot of people say that it's kind of a hodgepodge of an album but there are songs on that I love um Agreed. yeah I I think queen of the supermarket might be what people think of and they go oh see it's crap you know and, and I'm like <laughs> the, it doesn't the work one song me. people think of when they hear uh, hear working on a dream yes go ahead I, I, I'm just going to say I find that queen of the supermarket though I mean it could be Bruce kind of reminiscing over a time in his heyday uh, you know, um, it, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, he's, he's yeah. just he's just reflecting on a beautiful girl that he wants to do in the supermarket. Yeah, <laughs> and the music is gorgeous. I do love surprise for surprise, and I love the yes, story indeed. about that. You know, he he woke up after dreaming and remembered it, and he said, "Normally they're all crap, right?" But this one was one who goes, "Oh, this is good." Um, mm. So, yeah, I do think. Um, I think that's an interesting perspective. Um, have you listened to Letter to You? Yes, it's a great album. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, uh, I I do think it's uh, it's, it's a fantastic album. Uh, again, uh, the, uh, the the sound uh, have a band playing the uh, playing the, the the rock and roll that they uh, that they've been indulging in for uh, decades now at this point and just celebrating that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think. Um, I think if I was the priest and I've said this a couple of times is what outlaw Pete wanted to be. So I, mm -hmm. I, for some reason I see these two songs connected maybe because they have both the Western 
um, you know, kind of theme. Um, I know that I liked Outlaw Pete a lot more, and this is yep. silly, but I bought the children's illustrated book, you know, All because right. I'm a completist. And then by seeing the beautiful photos and reading the lyrics, the song kind of added another level to me. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I, uh, I, I, I can get that. I still haven't actually read that children's fable yet, but I, yeah. I probably should because no, I, I like to think I'm a, a Bruce completist as well. But, yeah. Well, it's, uh, it, there is no extra yeah. words. It's just the lyrics. But then, uh, you know, an illustrator did a beautiful, um, uh, you know, illustration of all the lyrics and kind of told sure. the story of, um, you know, outlaw Pete and and losing his his child and, and all this stuff. It's it's a beautiful story when you see it drawn out. The thing about Outlaw Pete is, uh, and I would agree with what you're saying, uh, uh, that uh, there, there, there is definitely a beautiful story behind it. But um, the, I think one of the reasons uh, people came to dislike it uh, was because of uh, the uh, uh, fact that it sounded like a, a very similar to a song by Kiss, uh, I Was Made For Loving You. And they yes. uh, take it as as a bit of a rip off of that song. I I hear the similar similarity in in uh, rhythm, but I wouldn't no way say it's a rip off. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I could get that. It is, you know, sometimes there are similarities that you don't mean to do, right? Yeah. And and especially two songs of very different kind of mm-hmm. themes and feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could totally get that. Yeah. Well, in addition to uh, any other tracks on the album that kind of speak to you personally? Uh, well, what do I particularly love? Um, uh, Life Itself. Uh, that's a song I can connect on a very deep level with uh, for personal reasons. Um, just the lyrics and in uh, that song uh, uh, kind of remind me of uh, someone in my life. And, mm-hmm. um, uh, and um, uh, I find it's a song that I keep going back to for that reason. And uh, it's 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 a song that I think speaks volumes, and mm-hmm. um, a song that Bruce has never played live. But uh, if I'm holding up a cardboard sign at one of the next concerts, I never know it could change. Although I doubt he'd probably be able to do it and prompt you. But anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, no, 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 that's interesting. No, I because I always ask that question, right? What are songs that on the next tour are on your wish list that you would want to see? So that would be one that would make your list, right? Yeah, for sure. And uh, what else is particularly? Uh, I uh, love the last carnival and the wrestler. They yeah. are both. Uh, they are both masterpieces. And uh, uh, I, I think I could probably name nearly and say all the tracks because I feel that they all have something. Kingdom of Days. I've sang that at about. Uh, what well, I've sang that at my cousin's wedding a few years back. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah, and um, they, uh, they, they, they definitely. Um, uh, they, 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 they definitely felt that that was the perfect song to, uh, to, um, mm-hmm. to kind of uh, lead them off on their honeymoon and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, that's lovely. Now you mentioned so, you make a little music yourself. Tell me a little bit about that. Uh, well, at this stage, uh, my fo- I, 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 I have uh, kind of played a bit of um, guitar uh, going back over the years and like I've tried to write a few songs here and there. But uh, at this stage, I'm more into bass. You know, I much, okay. uh, I much prefer playing the bass. And uh, that's uh, that that's uh, something that I, uh, I, I definitely uh, uh, want to keep going now uh, in my life uh, as long as I can. So you want to be Gary? 
Right. I could. <laughs> yes. Okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Gary keeps the, yeah. the foundation of the band, right? What I love about the date is that it's based, it feels to me like the heartbeat of the music. And yes. The, uh, and it uh, definitely feels like the soul of the uh, of the songs. And uh, that's that's where I kind of led it to be my favorite instrument. Do that's interesting, and I love that. And um, do um, what. What, uh, as I'm, I was trying to think about, and you just kind of answered that. So d- tell me about other songs or albums that that mean a lot to you. They don't necessarily have to be Bruce albums, but share what kind of your musical, you know, that you go to when you're needing to celebrate or need comfort. Um, okay. Uh, well, um, there's so many. It's sure. really hard to kind of narrow it down. Um but let me think now for a minute. Sure. Uh, well, Revolver by the Beatles, I mean, immediately comes to mind. That's yeah. uh, probably my, my favourite uh, album by my uh, favourite band. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I find that, uh, you know, the, the, that there's, um, that there's uh, comfort in, in many of the, the uh, songs on, on Revolver. And another one that would immediately spring to mind would be um, Highway 61 Revisited. Uh, from uh, from uh, from Bob and uh, not to mention um, a blonde on blonde and uh, blood on the tracks and um, uh, who else now? Um, uh, Rolling Stones, Exile on Main Street would be another great one. Yeah, um, I can think of uh, uh, Van Morrison's um, Astro Weeks and Moon Dance. Yeah, and. Um, uh, Neil Young, uh, After the Gold Rush, uh, mm-hmm. Harvest. Um, man, there's just so much out there. I could be I could be sitting here naming them all day with you. Uh, yeah, but, no, I, I I I get that. Did um... anyway, maybe we'll just stick to we'll we'll, we'll just uh, well I, I named a few others there, but uh, just because we're on Bruce, no, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll we'll stick to the boss. Um, but I think you know if I really needed that you know, comfort from. Uh, from from the boss, as you say, like uh, Nebraska, hands down. That's one album that I'd uh, definitely would uh, put my headphones on and just uh, lie down or sit down and just let it take me to a whole uh, to to a whole different world. You know, Nebraska is an interesting album, and 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 a lot of people love it. And and what I think is amazing is how some of the songs, like Atlantic City, has become a full E Street Band song, you know, that even though, yeah, and they did that. And then the other thing I was laughing at is like open all night with the Seeker Sessions, a totally different song, you know, just so joyous and fun. And, you know, it's, it's the, the flexibility of Bruce's music sometimes between, you know, him doing this and, and how, depending on which version they're doing and which band just sounds totally different. Yeah. He, he has uh, the uh, potential uh, for uh, all sorts of um, uh, variations of style within, yeah. within his, his, his different tunes and those that he's done acoustically, they, they take, they, they're on a whole different uh, ball game sometimes and played with the uh, East street band, namely the Atlantic city and the ghost of Tom Joad. Yeah, absolutely. Into, yeah. Uh, so, um, what, what you mentioned, obviously hearing a couple from kingdom, uh, you know, from 
working on Dream. What are other songs that that would be on your wish list next time you see him live that you you would love to hear him pull out? Right. Uh, let's go with something uh, a bit more um, not so well known. Uh, okay, so I obviously mentioned Life Itself. Uh, yeah. Okay, well, we picked one from... Uh, from working on a train now let's think of uh let's think of something else um hmm. it's a very good question because there's a lot of in-depth album tracks that he wouldn't uh go about playing on a uh on on ashes um well uh, you know a lot of people shane as i asked that question people that were lucky enough to go to the river tour you know, back in 2016 said, I got a lot of the ones I wanted to hear because him doing that whole yeah. album, you know, checked off a few boxes for people. Oh, I think I definitely would put straight state trooper on, uh, on, on, yeah. the, uh, on the list. Uh, he, it's not one that I don't, he, he would do on a regular basis, but it's uh, uh, something about that song. Uh, uh, I find has, uh, has, uh, has, um, has connected with me on a, quite a personal level. Yeah, that would I'd be, I, that. yeah, I'm sure that you would love to hear a whole band version of Nebraska, right? Like they, yes, do. I think so. Yeah, yeah. That would be, yeah, that would be pretty exciting. I could see that. Yeah. Absolutely. Good. Yeah. Any, right offhand, you can think of? Uh, yes. Um, question is uh, which ones? I'm trying to think of uh, the albums and, uh, uh, okay. Maybe uh, the line from okay. uh, goes to tom jode yeah that would also be a carl hunger is a powerful thing yeah yeah oh that's good that's very good yeah or um uh from devils and just uh, uh the hitter i found there was uh there was there was something i i, I could uh in that song that i was um that i was able to hear it i love myself and yeah yeah I was lucky enough on the Devils and Dust tour, I heard Jesus was an only son. And oh, that was yeah, really beautiful live. That was very, very beautiful live. So that was some acoustic. Yes. Yeah. And he did too many of his hits acoustically. Or... No, he didn't. Uh, he did not. Like, that's the one show he did not. I, I've attended. Uh, that's the only show he did not play Born to Run at. Uh, you okay. know, Um he uh, he did do the rising. That's the one song that every time I've seen him, he's done the rising. Uh, so uh, that was kind of interesting to see. Um, what have I not asked you that I should have, Shane? Um, well, I think, uh, to my knowledge, uh, we've kind of uh, covered, uh, you know, um, most of the uh, most of them. Um, what would need to be covered on a, okay. on a on a Bruce and Eastry front. So okay, I'm, I'm good. Happy with that. <laughs> All right. Well, then, uh, before I let you go, I've got to ask you the Mary question. So, mm-hmm. if you're a friend of Shane's and you're listening to this, going, "Wow, Shane did a really good job," uh, but what is the Mary question? Well, uh, Jay Armstrong is an honors English teacher. He just recently retired in the Philadelphia area, and he would every year his seniors would spend two days of their curriculum breaking apart Thunder Road. They would look at all the lyrics. They would look at the imagery Bruce used. They will talk about the themes of the song. And at the end of the two days, Jay asked the class, does Mary get in the car? 
So Shane, <laughs> that is your question. Does Mary get in the car at the end of Thunder Road? Hmm. Yes. <laughs> I think she does. Okay. I, I, I think she certainly does. There's okay. no question. Very nice. Good. Any want to explain why your thoughts? Why do you think that? Well, a lot of the idea behind Bruce's song is to keep you guessing. You know, is there a happy ending or is there a not so happy ending? But you always have to look on the bright side. Very well said. I agree. That's yeah. <laughs> that's good. Any final thoughts you want to share with us? Uh, well, listen, I think uh, all I can say now is like, I, well, first of all, thanks for having me on your podcast. It was a pleasure. And, and uh, I hope that, you know, um, Bruce and the band and in fact, pretty much not just all of his land, but everybody is, you know, uh, continuing to stay safe, you know, and uh, stay isolated and stay um, and stay well, most yes. importantly. And it, you know, Bruce wasn't kidding when he said he didn't think the um, the uh, the um, uh, the letter to you tour would uh, happen uh, this year. Um, the um, wasn't a surprise at all. Uh, I mean. We were hoping that the uh, that after last year with the rollout that uh, concerts may be able to return to some capacity, but uh, no, I, th- I think Bruce is uh, according to what is uh, what the uh, professor of uh, of um, immunology uh, is saying around America, and also our professor of immunology over here. It's uh, it's highly likely that it will be uh, next year before anything happens. And as Bruce said, you know, he considered the concert industry lucky should it happen, but we live in hope. Yeah, and I hope, yes. you know, one day, he believes one day we will get out to see him live in concert again. I believe we will too. So may we all be uh, reunited at the time is right. Amen. I totally agree. World. Yes, that is, uh, we, we need that live music. We need that joy that he gives us so well said, sir. Um, uh, are you on any uh, social media that you want to share? Uh, yeah, uh, people would want to uh, uh, follow me on Twitter. It's at Algor Shane. That's A L G E R S H A N E. So you can give me a okay. follow there and I'll happily tweet back. Very nice. I'll get that to you. Uh, Shane, this was great. I appreciate your time. This was so much fun. Uh, I'm glad you took a little bit of your Sunday afternoon and shared with me. I hope one day that we can meet in person at a show and embrace and share a beverage and just uh, sing our heads off, just, uh, you know, acting like fools because we're the joy of live music, right? Likewise. Yep, you said it. All right, (laughs) very good. It will happen. (laughs) Yes. All right, listeners, you... Be safe. Remember social distance. Remember to wash your hands. Remember to wear a mask. And let's all be good to each other because that's the only way we're going to get through this. For now, thank you. And we'll talk to you soon. Goodbye. Doing a podcast at times can be a one-way conversation. And I hate that. So please let me know what you like and don't like about the work I'm doing. You can reach the podcast via email at setlessingbruce at gmail.com. The show is on Twitter, at SetLustingBruce, and my personal Twitter is at DFW. We have a website, www.setlustingbruce.com. From there, you can find links to other Springsteen podcasts, as well as other music-themed podcasts. We have a page devoted to our own SLB All-Star Band. These are guests who have been on the podcast more than three times. There is a link to our store where you can purchase Set Lusting Bruce shirts, as well as a Mary Question t-shirt. There is a link to our Patreon page where you can sign up to help support the podcast financially. 
We have different levels and different rewards based on your support. If you don't have any extra cash, and right now who does, you can support the podcast by subscribing via your favorite podcast player and leaving us a review. The more reviews we have, the easier it is for people to find us. And please tell a friend about the podcast, especially if they love Bruce or music, because it will make a difference. You just heard the fun talking, hard rocking, music loving, album ranking, fan thinking, joy spreading, lyric reading, story sharing podcast that is the one, the only, that listening Bruce. Set Listing Bruce is part of the Southgate Media Podcast Group. The theme for Set Listing Bruce was written by David Rosen, used by permission. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.